Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. If you're looking for news, tips, and stories about fishing the Great Lakes, you've come to the right place. And now your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast. Joining us now is Troy, Mr. Bluegill Peterson. Troy is a fishing guide based in Northeast Wisconsin. He's always dialed in on Lake Winnebago and Green Bay. Troy, thanks for joining the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Chris. We wanted to have you on the show today to talk about fishing Green Bay. And when people around the country think of Green Bay, they think of the Packers. But it's actually a body of water. Can you tell us a little bit about how Green Bay sets up on Lake Michigan? So Green Bay is uh, is parts of, um, I guess you'd want to call it the far western part of Lake Michigan. Um, and, you know, what's interesting for anybody that's, that knows anything about walleye fishing or smallmouth fishing, um, it is one of the absolute premier destination spots, you know, in, in the country or the world for that matter for both species. Um, you know, the, our fish like a lot of, you know, walleye lakes, whether it be Winnebago system or Lake Erie or Green Bay, um, these fish migrate. And, you know, we have all the premier walleye factories in the, in, in the U.S. Are, are part of river systems, you know, whether it be the Detroit River, um, you know, over on Erie or, you know, the Wolf River and Fox River here in, in Winnebago and Green Bay. And all these big fish, um, you know, they're doing the spawning deal in the springtime. And then as the summer progresses, um, they leave the rivers and they start heading over the mudflats. And then from there, they start heading north and eventually working their way to some deep water structure, um, you know, up into some cooler water uh, where, you know, the primary bait fish and stuff like that are. Um, so, but when you take a look at Green Bay, you've got uh, a big, connection of water you know these fish will go from uh you know De Pere Fox River mouth of the Fox River all the way up to you know Badenoch or uh, Big Bay Little Bay uh, you've got an entire stretch of water that these fish can cover all summer long and uh there really is no one spot that these fish go just because they've got such a vast array of water to cover um, so what that means is putting on tons and tons of miles and uh, using a you know good network of, of anglers to uh, to find the fish. Now you do have you know your eater fish and uh, you know your everyday you know good good little guys to go out and catch in, in certain key areas, and then uh, you have the fish that a lot of guys go up there to chase, and those are those big trophies up in uh, the northern parts of the bay. So it's it's. A little behind this year just because of our colder spring seems like everything's set up quite late and uh, but now everything's pretty well where they're sh where they should be for this time of the year you know a lot of the bigger fish are up by the islands and uh, you know northern northern door county and um, you know up by Badenoch and um, up in that northern water where it's deeper it's cooler um, you know plentiful bait fish and uh, that's where where guys are getting them right now that area is well known for paper mills and manufacturing and I know Lake Michigan has really come a long way in the last few decades here cleaning things up. What is the water quality like in Green Bay today? So the lower bay has really cleaned up a lot since they've done the dredging over the last 10 years or so on the Fox River. Um, you're right, you know, it's all paper mills. The sludges 
and all the PCBs and stuff have been removed for the most part from uh, from the fox that, that dumps into Green Bay. Um, and, you know, the lower bay has always been considered kind of that, you know, that scummy, dirty, shallow water. Um, it is pretty shallow, a lot of weeded out bays, and, you know, the water is just kind of yuck. Um, but then once you get up into the Door County Peninsula, you know, the, the waters north of uh, the Brown County line, um, what happens is that water gets deeper. Um, you get a, a lot of, you know, the same kind of flow or, or mixed water from Lake Michigan coming into the bay, and uh, that water's super clean and uh, very, you know, very clear, um, which can make fishing, you know, tough on some days. But, uh, you know, do, do people you know, worry about eating fish out there? Absolutely not. Um, those fish up there is as good as any place uh, in the country. And, um, you know, we go up there and eat all, all, a whole bunch of it. You know, maybe that explains a little bit about why I am the way I am. But, you know, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about depths. What kind of depths are we fishing uh, when you're fishing out there and chasing these walleye? So, you know, as with any place, um, you know, everybody thinks walleyes are just these, these deep water, you know, bottom feeding gravel lizards, you know, roam, roaming around. But right now in the last few times that we've been up on the bay, uh, if you're looking for good numbers of fish, um, we're fishing in anywhere from, oh, you know, three to five feet of water uh, in the weeds. Um, there's a lot of, lot of perch right now up on the bay. The perch population is really starting to come back, and they're utilizing, you know, the weeded areas um, for, you know, just hanging out. And these walleyes are up there feeding, feeding on these perch. So we're up there casting or trolling um, and uh, just kind of representing, you know, the same, same food that they're eating. And one thing that's really unique this year that I don't think you can talk to all the guides and all the, the people that have been up on the bay, it doesn't matter where you go, whether you're in the lower bay or all the way up to Door County, uh, we are finding a huge hatch of 12 to 14 inch fish, which I've in all the years uh, I've ever fished a bay, I've never seen little fish migrate that far north. So that's a really good sign. That just goes to show how many fish are in the system and uh, what we've got to look forward to over the next few years. Hey, you've said perch, you've said smallmouth, you've said walleye. And I know Green Bay, when you talk to people around this area, they know it as really a place to go to target a variety of species. Um, what else is there to fish for? And I know muskies are big in Green Bay as well. Like what is the, that fishery all about? It, it, it's a trophy fishery all around. I mean, guys go up there lately, you know, the last few years, our perch population has really come back. Um, so guys are doing that both open water and ice fishing. Um, you can't pass up the ice fishing for the white fish, probably one of the best white fish fisheries around. You know, we get people from all over the world that come and fish Green Bay and, uh, and Door County for that. Um, obviously, smallmouth fishing is, is huge. Um, you know, some of the biggest smallies, uh, ever taken out of fresh water come from, you know, from up by Door County. Uh, and then, of course, you got the trophy muskie fishing that, uh, you know, is going to get started here usually late August uh, through September, October uh, is when a lot of the, the muskies are really starting to get pounded on. Uh, whether you're casting or trolling, you know, guys can do it both. You know, everybody goes up there and trolls, but um, you forget that there's a lot of good structure and a lot of good points that these muskies relate to that uh, you can go up there and cast and not have to uh, 
uh, bore yourself with, with the trolling all day. Um, you've got walleyes, but you know, the other thing too, that a lot of people kind of forget about is, you know, the trout, the brown trout, uh, that come into the bay, um, you know, and, and kind of switch, you know, whether they're out in Lake Michigan or come into Green Bay up by, you know, the Washington Island and um, places up around Green Island or some places that guys can uh, really load up on the brown trout over that deeper water. And you'll get some lakers in that too. But, you know, the nice thing is, is when you're up there, I think you can 15 miles across the peninsula and you can be in Lake Michigan, you know, fishing salmon out of Sturgeon Bay. Um, you know, we've done many trips where one morning, you know, we're out over uh, the bank reef up in Sturgeon Bay. We come through the shipping canal and head over to Green Bay and fish walleyes for the afternoon. So never have to leave the boat to kind of do everything. Very cool. You talked a little bit about the seasonalities. What are the seasonalities like when it comes to walleye fishing Green Bay? How does that fishery change during the year? So it, it all depends on what you want to chase. Do you want to chase eaters or do you want to chase trophies? Um, the fish set up on the rocks late in the fall or late summer, early fall um, over deep structure. And, you know, that's, you know, typically uh, the Door County area um, and further north, uh, all the way up the western shoreline um, to, the, you know, to the you know, Bay to Knock, Big Bay and Little Bay. Um, so a lot of the times, you know, when guys are, you know, fishing these big tournaments and uh, they're looking for those trophy fish, uh, they're concentrating and keying in on specific structure spots. Um, a lot of big boulders, I mean, the size of, you know, my boat um, are areas that these fish will relate to. And uh, year after year, you know, guys pull these big monster walleyes off of those spots, whether it be trolling spinner baits or, you know, casting um, shiver minnows or, you know, uh, rip and wraps or, uh, uh, you know, any type of jig style bait or a fast action type of bait over those deep structure areas. Um, that's kind of where we're at right now. But in the springtime, you know, when we're first starting off, um, you've got all these tributaries that dump into the bay. Uh, so all those big females, some of them will come all the way down to the Fox River. Some of them will, you know, hit the western tributaries and they go up there to spawn and they pre, you know, the, the pre-spawn, they stage out in front of these, these tributaries. And depending on the ice conditions and when the ice goes out, um, typically, you know, that, uh, that early season is, you know, the time to get those, you know, those trophy fish or the fish of a lifetime uh, when they're still full of spawn and you can go up there and it's pretty much a lot of just casting um, guys do like to troll I'm not a big fan of trolling I, I do a lot more casting than I do trolling um, but the, you can catch them and you know just about every way you know how to catch a walleye you can do it up there just I tell people just upsize your baits a little bit and uh, you know if you want to catch big fish use big baits well, you hit on it a little bit there, but what are your favorite methods for targeting walleyes on Green Bay? I Casting by far. Um, I love using my electronics. You know, some guys are using the, like the Garmin Live Scopes or the Hummin, I use the Humminbird, the 360. And you go up on top of some of these uh, rock piles and you, you search out a school of fish and you can see them. And when you cast to them, um, you can tell right away if they're going to be active or not. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I, I use a lot of the, uh, the Johnson, uh, Johnny darters, um, you know, typically like a five or a seven and, uh, just casting to them over these rock piles. Um, the other, you know, baits I love, I love using blade baits out on the bay. 
Um, you know, especially right over the tops of the weeds, uh, you get into some areas where, you know, you know, they're up feeding on, on some of these weed flats, um, off these deep points, um, good spot is, you know, up around Pensaukee, a uh, pretty popular spot for not only the muskie guys, but to the walleye guys as well. And, uh, just ripping these blade baits over the tops of these weeds, these walleyes come out of the weeds and just absolutely smash a bait. Um, there's, you know, one thing I can say about green bay fish uh, you take a look at the Winnebago fish and, um, you know, the river fish and sure they, you know, they eat, but not like green bay fish. Um, these fish absolutely smash baits up there. Uh, there's no question on if you got a bite or not. You just, you know it cause they're there. Um, you know, and then when you have to troll, um, you know, the, probably one of the best bites and probably most popular bites out of the year is what's known as the shark fin area, um, which is kind of that central bay um, the mud flats, what you know, otherwise known as mud flats. A lot of guys go out there, and while you're trolling, uh, you know, crankbaits or crawler harnesses, um, just put some boards down, some meat, and uh, you know, put out some some planer boards and troll away. And you know, there's days where you can make one pass and fill up because these fish are so concentrated over those mud flats. Um, you know, there's just huge schools of fish and there's been plenty of days where we've been out trolling where you can't even run six lines because you can't keep them, keep them going. There's so many fish biting. So I'm going to always go revert back to, uh, to casting or jigging, um, casting big plastics or whatever in the weeds and, you know, blade baits or ripping wraps or, uh, Johnny tartars over the deeper structures or get into fall here. And, um, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. What's your favorite colors out there? Purples. Oh, you got to have purples out there. Um, you know, a lot of the fish, when you get up into the uh, to the northern waters there, um, you know, they're eating, we usually typically one of two things. They're eating alewives or gobies. So, you know, if I'm going to um, be fishing deep down on the rocks, you know, I like a lot of goby patterns. Um, otherwise, uh, if I'm just fishing, you know, over the open water, um, you know, typically a lot of the purples are, are really good. You know, greens can be really good as well. A lot of guys uh, like the greens for, for crankbaits, um, you know, the flashy green and silvers. Um, but primarily, uh, if I'm going up there, I've got either a goby or, perp or a purple on. I was investigating your Instagram page a little bit earlier, checking out your green bay photos, and a lot of them were uh, you out there fishing at night. Tell me about the night bite out on green bay. Oh, the night bite on Green Bay is something special, whether it be spring, fall, or even, you know, late summer like this. Um, you know, there's some key shoreline areas up in Door County that uh, guys will target, and these fish will go up onto these shorelines feeding at night, especially if you got the right wind. Um, but, you know, the other thing, too, I think that we're forgetting about, Chris, I, I meant to – I didn't mean to leave out, but um, – Green Bay is very temperamental when it comes time to wind and water temperature. Um, as much as people don't want to agree, there is a current um, or even like a tide, so to say, under the, you know, in the water um, that can affect fishing tremendously out there. You can be on the West Shore and have, you know, seven, high 70 water temps one day and have a northeast wind come in, blow a bunch of cold water in from up on the bay and you flip that water down into the 50s and 60s overnight and those fish just instantly you know 
go into lockjaw mode. And uh, you gotta have you have to find warm water. Uh, a lot of successful tournament guys, you know, the Corey Springles of the world. Um, those guys are constantly watching currents and water temperatures and finding those little pockets of warm water mixed in amongst all the cold water spots. And uh, that's where you're going to find the big, you know, the big fish. But going back to the night fishing, you know, as fall gets closer here and those fish start setting up on those big boulders, you know, when you go up further north uh, into that Sturgeon Bay area, Sister Bay, Ephraim, uh, all those shorelines up there will start loading up with a lot of nice big walleyes and uh, we've had some pretty crazy night late fall with, uh, you know, some extreme weather conditions where we're pulling lighted, lighted planer boards of the offshores up along the shorelines and watching those things just bury. And uh, it's crazy. I mean, it's a lot of fun. It adds a whole new uh, dimension to, you know, fishing when you can't really see what's going on. You're just watching uh, green and red lights, you know, bury back and it's, it's a good time. Well, it was really good talking to you, Troy, about Green Bay. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you wanted to talk about today? Well, you know, that I guess just that, that water temperature, you know, we, that is a very important thing. And, the, you know, as more people get to uh, to learn the bay and as you start to fish that, that northern section, um, you'll, you'll find very fast that water temperature will play a big factor. Um, you know, don't be discouraged. You know, it's not too far to run from east to west. Uh, you know, if you find cold water on the west side, there's probably warm water on the east side. Uh, you just kind of got to switch gears up a little bit and drive around till you find some warm pockets. And, uh, you know, the, the fish will bite. You know, just look for that warmer water. Troy Peterson, thanks for coming on the show. If you want to go out on the water with Troy, Mr. Bluegill Peterson, and learn more about Green Bay, you can find out more about him at mrbluegill.com. And he's available pretty much everywhere you find your social media at Mr. Bluegill. Thanks so much, Troy. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. For more information on fishing the Great Lakes, visit our blog at fishhawkelectronics.com.